record button. So here we go. Let's pray. Father, thank you for a new day. Thank you for another opportunity at life. And uh, what a joy it is to experience life, this life that you have created. Thank you so much for a beautiful morning. Thank you that the sun is out. Thank you that um, we just can look forward to a beautiful day ahead. We know that each day is a day that you have made. And I pray that we would rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, thank you for being the loving father that you are. Thank you for reminding us of your love. Thank you for pouring out your love into our lives um, in times of uh, joy and delight and victory and in times of difficulty and struggle. Uh, we know that your love is always there and I pray that you'd make us even more of it uh, today. Thank you for this time together. So grateful to see so many faces and hear so many voices um, on this call today. Uh, just grateful for each and every person on this call. Thank you for creating them uh, as you have and that we can all be together. Thank you for the technology that exists that makes it all happen. And as we focus on your word, I wanna say thank you for your word. Thank you for the light that it is for our lives. Thank you for speaking to us uh, specifically and directly through your word, in particular in the Psalms. Uh, thank you for the, the emotional depth uh, of the Psalms and that we can connect with those and connect with you through those. And I pray that you would speak powerfully to us during this time. Uh, speak to us specifically, God, as we open wide our minds and our hearts to your word and uh, to your love and to your very being, God. Just dig deep into our souls and help us to connect with you. And I pray that that connection would be maintained uh, throughout the day, throughout our lives and into eternity. And I do thank you that we have eternity to look forward to, eternity with you. What a joy, what a gift, uh, what a blessing. And so bless our time. Uh, we need you. We're so grateful for Jesus and him uh, making intimate relationship with you possible and intimate relationship with you visible. May we always follow his example. Again, thank you for all these things. We love you and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, beautiful uh, group on the call today. So great to see you guys. And again, great to be together. Let's take a look at Psalm 42. So I'll read through it meditatively. I'll read through it slowly. And uh, just try to connect with the word of God as I read it. Uh, try to bring these images into your mind. Uh, maybe you can relate to it. Maybe not. But um, you just try to really go there. Allow the word of God to sink into your heart, impact you. Um, I'll give a little commentary on it, some things that really speak to me through this psalm, and hopefully that'll connect with you, and then we'll have some time for meditation, intention setting, and then prayer. So let's check it out. Psalm 42, I'm going to read uh, Psalm 42 in the English Standard Version, and so um, if you have a different version, then obviously it'll be a little bit different, but um, Psalm 42, in verse 1, as a deer pants for flowing streams. So pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, 
Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me, therefore I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love. And at night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. So amen. a deep song here, a really uh, uh, emotional, um, uh, deep psalm. And it starts out that way. I mean, right from the jump in verse one, as a deer pants for flowing streams, and that's a great image. Uh, the image of a deer um, realizing its need for streams of water. I mean, that's how it thrives. That's how it survives. And when it lacks, that's what it thirsts for. That's what it seeks. That's what it goes after. And so just as a deer pants for flowing streams, the psalmist is saying, so pants my soul for you, O God. And so there is a sense of our souls, the deepest part of who we are, that the very being and essence of who we are, um, we can experience these times of just drought, it seems like, and of deep thirst, looking for God and recognizing the soul's need for God. The psalmist identifies that when, when, when we're in a time of lack and a time of struggle and difficulty and challenge and we're feeling this thirst, our souls are not satisfied by anything else. Uh, our souls can only be satisfied by God. And so he goes on to say this, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Um, and we had to remember that there's lots of false gods around us, lots of places where we can go to try to find nourishment. Uh, in time of difficulty. Uh, we can try to find those things in uh, entertainment. Uh, we can try to find those things in the, the God of, of money or financial security or uh, people um, or chemicals. Um, you know, th- 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 those are things that I've sought after at different points in my life. Um, and so we have to be very mindful of, hey, I- I'm feeling this thing but what am I really looking for? Well, the, the psalmist identifies our souls find their completion, their, their fulfillment in God. That's what we need to be. That's who we need to be looking for. And then he cries out, when shall I come and appear before God? When can I go and be with God? Um, and that's where our souls and our being uh, finds its 
true fulfillment is when we can be in relationship and in the presence of God. Um, and then in verse three, um, you know, and I don't know if you're in this place right now. I've certainly felt like this at different points in my life where, uh, man, my tears have been my food day and night. Uh, it's sometimes literally, I mean, sometimes literally just in a state of mourning and upset and sadness. Uh, but sometimes maybe not necessarily, you know, literally tears, but just feeling that, um, that weight of the challenge and difficulty uh, that I'm experiencing or, or, or you're experiencing. But the psalmist is recognizing that. Uh, and he says, while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Um, and, you know, in, in this particular case, I think the psalmist is talking about, um, you know, actual people that see the psalmist in this state of difficulty and challenge. And it's like, okay, where's your God in this place? Uh, where's your God in this situation? And, you know, I think as I read this, I think about the cross. I think about Jesus on the cross. And I think about while Jesus was on the cross, what did they say to him? Well, if, if he is really God's son, if he is really who he says he is, if he's the Messiah, then let him call uh, to his God to save him. Um, and I think in our particular case, uh, you know, at different times in life, when we're in the state of challenge, we can wonder if people are thinking that about us and wondering, you know, where is your God? If, if you're supposed to be a holy person, why are you struggling in this way? Um, but I also think there's a, there's a piece of this that, you know, in our world right now, as the world struggles, as the world is confronted with this pandemic, um, those that are not believers in God can ask that question. Where's God? Where's God in all this? If there was really a God, would all these people be suffering? And I think those are reasonable questions to ask. Um, but the psalmist identifies this here that, hey, people, people are asking this question. Where is God? And it may have even penetrated uh, his own being. Like, yeah, where, where is God in this challenge and in this difficulty? And those are okay questions to ask. We can go to God with those questions. God is big enough for those kinds of questions. Um, and then in verse four, these things I remember as I pour out my soul. And I think that's a great model for us as we're feeling challenge and difficulty and struggle. Uh, let's pour out our souls, whether that be journaling or through prayer or writing out a psalm. Um, and so he remembers how he would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, praise a multiple, multitude-keeping festival. And I think for many of us, we're experiencing this time of social distancing. Um, we can really grieve that time. We can really be mourning the loss of uh, that time where, man, I remember when, you know, we'd be at the Kananiya building and we'd be, you know, praising and uh, worshiping God together. And it's like, oh, man, I remember that. When are we going to get back to that? You know, when can we do that again? And I think it's important to recognize that, hey, some of the discomfort that we're feeling, some of the difficulties that we're feeling right now is around that, around that loss. Um, and I think I just, yeah, I think that's important to recognize. Um, and verse five, why are you cast down, oh, my soul? Um, I, I appreciate so much the psalmist being willing to recognize that. Hey, is he a God believer or is the psalmist a God believer? You know, absolutely. Um, 
but he's willing to say, hey, I'm cast down. Um, I feel down in this particular place. I feel discouraged. Why is that? Um, and he's, he's talking to his own soul there, right? Like, you know, why, why, why is this the case? But he's doing this before God. Um, and I encourage all of us to, if that's where you are, if that's what you're experiencing and what you're feeling, it's okay. You know, it's okay to, to, to experience those things. It's normal. It's healthy. Um, but the psalmist models for us how to do this. So, you know, having a conversation with our, our own soul around it, but doing that in the presence of God. God, you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm feeling. Why are you in turmoil within me? I just, you know, I'm experiencing this pull in a direction and this direction over here and I just feel mixed up and maybe chaotic and uh, there's something going on with me that is perplexing me um, and so going to God with that is uh, is is healthy is spiritually healthy but then he then it's this interesting um, movement here where he gets into this place of praise he's, he's, he's talking to his soul and he's saying Hope in God. I feel this turmoil. I feel this struggle. So he acknowledges it. He acknowledges being downcast. But hope in God. Put your hope in God. Even though the circumstances haven't apparently changed, hope in God. That's where our hope is. That's where um, our, our protection and our refuge is. For I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. So he, he recognizes and acknowledges who God is. Um, in, even in this difficult situation. And that's hard to do. That's hard to do when we're in a time of struggle and difficulty to just praise God, you know, to just lift up our hands and, and worship. Um, but as we experience things, as we go on throughout our lives, there is a maturity that comes uh, with that. There's a maturity that comes with fighting through those difficult times um, in, in a healthy way, of course, not pushing the, the feelings aside. Um, acknowledging those and, and allowing those to motivate people to push push us towards God. And so then he acknowledges again, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, though, it says, I remember you. I remember you, God. Can you guys still hear me? Okay, cool. Um, my headphones just died. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> I remember you, O God, from the land of Jordan and of Hermon from Mount Mizar. So there's some distance. Uh, there's, he's not in Jerusalem, which is recognized where, hey, this is where the presence of God is. He's, he's remembering God from a distance. Um, and then he goes on into verse 7. And I love this. I mean, this is one of my favorite images in all of the Psalms, uh, in particular this Psalm. Deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. And, and then all your breakers and your ways have gone over me. And there's a lot of different ways that we could think about this. And I'll be honest, I don't know exactly what the psalmist is after here. But the way I see this is that, you know, sometimes life just overwhelms us. It hits us from every angle. All God's breakers and his waves have you know, passed over us. And maybe that's where you are right now, but at different times in life, um, you know, I know I've felt that, um, uh, you know, especially recently with uh, the passing of my dad and then trying to figure out his estate. Um, I mean, there was just, you know, and trying to hold down the family and take care of all my responsibilities. I mean, 
it, it just felt like, man, I'm getting hit from every angle on this thing. <laughs> I feel like all the waves and the breakers have gone over me. But what I recognize about God, um, and I actually made a little note about this a prior time when I was reading this, is that, you know, when we're in a space in life like that, where it feels like, man, everything has just, it just, it really hit me. Um, and we find ourselves in a place of challenge and extreme difficulty. It takes us to a deep place. Uh, it takes us oftentimes to a deeper place within us than we have ever been before. But that's exactly where God meets us. He meets us in the depths of our being. Why? Because God's deep, um, but also he's created the depths of who we are. And so challenge and difficulty and, and transition and struggle and stress takes us to these deep places, but that's where we find God. That's where God meets us. And he takes us there to meet with him, but he takes us there to get us to a closer relationship, a more intimate relationship with him. Um, and then in verse eight, by day, and this is great. So, so he's acknowledging this, he's recognizing this, but then he gets to this place again of praise. By, the, by day, the Lord commands his steadfast love. And at night, his song is with me. So day or night, whatever we're experiencing, God is there. God is present. God is, is pouring out his love. He's, he's singing um, over us a prayer to the God of my life. In verse 9, I say to God, my rock, right, my rock in difficult time and difficult challenge, uh, in challenges, why have you forgotten me? And the reality for us is that, yes, even though God, and sometimes we know this, God is closer in times of challenge, it often feels like in times of difficulty, he is far away. He has, has forsaken us. He has forgotten us. And it's okay to acknowledge that. I mean, Jesus acknowledges that on the cross. Um, you know, when we think about um, him quoting Psalm 22, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Even Jesus, the Son of God, our Savior, acknowledges that he felt this distance and this disconnect from God. It is okay to feel those things. It is okay to acknowledge that. But it's important to, hey, what are we going to do with it? So look what he says. Um, <clears throat> why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? I love this language here in verse 10. As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taught me. All they say to me all the day long, where is your God? And perhaps you don't have an actual physical enemy that's saying these things to you. Uh, I mean, I hope not. Um, but we all have an adversary. We all have the adversary fighting against us, accusing us on a daily basis. Um, and that feels like a deadly wound in our bones at times, especially, you know, when we really feeling that challenge when we're really feeling the accusations um but but look at verse 11 and look at how this the, the psalmist concludes the psalm why are you cast down oh my soul and why are you in turmoil within me so again acknowledges the feeling the experience where he's at but finishes with hope in god Yes, times are tough. Yes, times are challenging. Yes, this may be more difficult than anything you've ever experienced in life, but hope in God. Why? Because God is good and he is with us even though he feels far. He does by day pour out his, uh, commands his steadfast love. And at night, his song is with us even though we may be feeling 
um, stress and, and discouragement. But hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. What a beautiful psalm and, and what an encouraging psalm in times of challenge and difficulty. So um, I want to give us a couple of minutes to uh, take some time to meditate on a verse or one of the images in this psalm. Um, as I mentioned before, um, yeah, I love verse seven. So I'm going to focus on that. Deep calls the deep at the roar of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. And so I'm just going to vision, visualize a, a waterfall. Um, I love waterfalls. Uh, it, you know, seen quite a few. There's actually quite a few around where I live. And so uh, we'll just, you know, imagine one of those. And then in the depths of that, um, I'm just going to imagine being there with God. Um, so that's what I'm going to focus on. So let me give all of us just a couple of minutes to focus on that. Um, as we meditate and remember, you know, good uh, meditation posture and, and uh, good meditation steps to get into uh, that experience is to just get a comfortable position, excuse me, where you are. Um, if you're seated, then that's great. If you want to lie down, that's great too. Um, but you want to hold your back. Uh, straight. You can bring your shoulders back and just begin to relax your body. Just allow yourself to settle. And one of the great ways to do that is to focus on the breath. Just Nice, easy, gentle breath in through the nose. And then let the breath go. And just simply repeating that over and over is a great way to settle your being, settle your soul. It calms our stress, helps to calm our mind. Um, it even settles our body, it slows. It's one of the ways that we can slow our heartbeat down. If you notice yourself in an anxious or even in an angry situation and you start to notice your heartbeat racing, you can just take a few mindful breaths. And it'll settle that down. So as you experience your being settling, then just focus on um, whatever verse or whatever image from the psalm that you'd like. And just let your being settle there. Let, let that verse or image settle into your soul.
Okay, you can slowly open your eyes if they're closed and just come back into the space where you are. Notice your surroundings. Um, you can thank God for his word. Thank God for the opportunity to reflect on it and meditate on it. And so um, I'd love for just a couple of people. I know we're close to um, being out of time here, but I'd love for a couple of people to just, uh, you can unmute yourself and tell us what your intention is for the day based on the Psalm, based on what we just read, based on what we just meditated on. So uh, what's going to be your intention for the day? Go ahead, Yvette. Um, verse eight, by day the Lord directs his love at night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. Uh, when that sun was just beaming on me this morning, uh, even before waking up, the first thing I thought about was my prayer walk today. So I'm just looking forward to that today. And that's just a time that um, I've been just feeling closer to God. Um, you know, it's a longer time. It's a longer walk. And, you know, I just, I exit out all the worries and everything else that's going on in the day. So that's for today. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Great. Great that you'll be able to experience that today and that you're looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. You're sharing a bit. Yeah. Um, anybody else? And attention. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Well, for me, I'm going to work in a little while. And every day I get on the phone with kids and, and families and I really need to be strong for them. So that last verse 11, why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? But this part really put your hope in God for I will yet praise him, my savior and my God, just putting all my hope in God, knowing that I could be strong for others today. Um, even if I'm not strong, I know God has his hope in me. And if I have, um, if I have God, then I could do that for other people as well. They could put their hope in me and then hopefully God will speak through me and, and give them what they need. Amen. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I think a good example for all of us, you know, to bring that kind of mentality into our work and into our relationships with people. That's great. Um, anybody else intention for today? What are you going to focus on? All right, so I'll share. Um, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, with this verse seven um, that I meditated on, I just, you know, as I um, experience difficult situations and challenges throughout the day, and I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't have anything in particular that I'm anticipating is going to be, you know, super challenging today, but as we all know, things come up. And so I'm just going to remember, I'm going to remind myself that God meets me there. God meets me in those deep places. God meets me in those difficult challenges. Um, and he enables us, and he's, you know, I know he'll enable me to, you know, rise up out of those breakers and those waves. They have a purpose, um, but I know God wants to um, elevate us, you know, beyond our struggles and challenges. So I'm going to remember that today as I go throughout my day. So let's um, 
conclude with prayer. And as normal, uh, typical fashion, I'm going to just pray through the psalm. And then that'll be our time together for today. So let's go to God in prayer. Father, just as a deer pants for flowing streams, um, our souls pant for you, oh God. We thirst for you, God, for the living God. God, we want to come and be before you. We want to come and be with you at all times. Difficulty surrounds us. Um, difficulty knocks on our door every day. And there are times when our tears can be our food day and night. Um, and our enemies can say to us all the day long, where is our God? But God, we remember these things as we pour out our soul, how we would meet together, how we would be with one another in your church, praising you, lifting you up, singing songs of worship to you, a multitude-keeping festival. But God, there are times where we can be cast down. Our souls can be cast down and they can be in turmoil within us. But help us to put our hope in you, God. Help us to praise you. Help us to remember that you are our salvation and our God. But sometimes, God, our soul can continue to just be cast down. Help us to remember you from wherever we are, whether we feel near or far from you or from one another. Help us to remember you. Deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls, God. All your breakers in your waves have gone over us or can go over us. But we know, God, that by day you command your steadfast love. At night, your song is with us. A prayer to you, God, the God of our lives. We say to God, our rock, why have you forgotten us? Why does it feel like you can be so far at times? Why do we go about mourning because of the oppression of our ad adversary? As with a deadly wound in our bones, the adversary says to us all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O oh my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Help us, God, put our hope in you, for we shall praise you, our salvation and our God. Amen.